Hi there, and welcome to this episode nine of the ADHD Adult UK podcast. I'm James Brown, co-founder of ADHD Adult UK, and as always, sadly, I'm joined by the man with the cake pop for a head, Alex Connor, who's also a co-founder of ADHD Adult UK. Alex, hi. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Yeah, you're my sunshine. You, you, that must burn your lips as it comes out of your mouth, calling me your sunshine. Not at all. You're a, a ray of joy in my life, James. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I am. How are you doing? You okay? I'm rather well, thank you. Yeah, really well, actually. And yeah, very excited about the podcast. We've started to hit quite big numbers of, of downloads, which is amazing. By like 10. <laughs> 10, but yeah, 10 people, like my mum. <laughs> no, like thousands of really odd people listening to our nonsense about ADHD. I know that because we're getting actual emails every day. Can I read one out? You please do. Okay, very quickly. The first one is Robert from Kidderminster has written that has written, Alex, why don't you do the podcast on your own? It would be immeasurably better, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Robert from Kidderminster. Yeah. That would that just happens to be my dad's name. <laughs> and where is he? <laughs> yeah, okay, I made that one up. But this one's real. <laughs> this, this one is from Adam, who's who has said thank you. That's what he said, which is really, really <laughs> lovely. <laughs> so he wrote from the bottom of my heart, thank you. That's what I want to say. If you're busy and don't have the focus to read the rest of my ramblings, you can stop here. Adam, we read the rest of your ramblings. They weren't ramblings. They were wonderful and amazing. I'm not going to read them out because there's lots of personal stuff in them. We read them all and we really loved it. What um, Adam did say is I'd like to request a topic, and that is ADHD combined with high intelligence. So we're going to talk about intelligence because it's a really interesting topic in another podcast, but not this one. James, what are we doing? Yes. So, um, as you know, our podcasts uh, come in three parts, a tragedy in three parts. We pick a theme. In the last episode, we talked about pre-referral, the emotions, the planning that goes in place, what it feels like when you're waiting to get that diagnosis. And we were joined very sadly by Mrs. ADHD, my wife. And the really annoying thing is you've had good download figures for that episode. And it's killing me that the best download figures so far so far had Sam in. So that's frustrating. <laughs> Finally, um, somebody funny. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, in this episode, we're talking about a really interesting phenomenon, which may or may not have a scientific basis in adults with ADHD, but it's definitely something that lots of us talk about in one guise or another. We're going to discuss something which is called object invisibility or sometimes object impermanence. As usual, the three parts of the podcast include a bit of psychoeducation, uh, evidence-based reflect, uh, sorry, evidence-based information about, in this case, object invisibility or impermanence, our personal reflections on what the theme means to us, and then we'll give you some top tips and we'll play the game. What did James guess? <laughs> yeah, yes, we will later on in the episode as well. So, Alex, what's object invisibility, and why do some people call it? object impermanence particularly you is it because you're foolish (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is because i'm a fool um i'm you're an object i'm treating you as invisible for the rest of it (laughs) okay right so very briefly this really does do what it says on the tin object invisibility is a way of saying out of sight out of mind and it seems that for people with adhd out of sight out of mind is a particularly big problem 
we're going to use the example of if you stick something in a drawer a lot today. For many people, regardless of diagnosis, once it's in a drawer, you might forget that that thing, you have that thing and forget which drawer you put it in in the first place. And for people with ADHD, that's particularly problematic. So forgetting what drawer you put it in could be more to do with the working memory problems that come with executive dysfunction. But forgetting all about it once it's in the drawer is object invisibility. So it really feels like objects are invisible to you or out of your mind if they're in a drawer. Um, or even worse, if they've been in front of you for a while. I've got post-it notes on my computer screen that may as well not be there if they've been there for more than a day. I'm not ignoring them. I almost literally don't see them. To me, they are invisible. My ADHD adult brain is ignoring them for me. Other brands of post-it notes are probably available, but I don't, <laughs> don't know what to call them. Sticky back somethings. <laughs> Big post-it note we're funded by. Um, so this is often referred to, not as object invisibility in, in the community, but as object permanence, knowing something's permanently there, even if you can't see it. The problem with that is some people get cross about using that term because actually the argument is that you don't completely deny the existence of this thing. An object permanence is only truly found for small babies under sort of six, nine months old. If you take their toy away and hide it, they literally don't know it exists. That is a lack of object permanence, which we develop as a human. So object invisibility means rather than, oh, I don't know that the concept of that thing exists, we rather don't remember that we have it. So object invisibility. Here's the thing, though. This isn't evidence. James and I discuss this a lot, and we think mm. that with our ADHD, sometimes object impermanence might actually be more accurate. We sometimes literally don't know things that we have in a drawer exist, or even people that aren't in our current sphere exist if we see them. There are many documented issues with grief experienced wrongly or differently by adults with ADHD. So... We, we talked about that as well, haven't we, James? Like remembering that even, your, you know, your mum exists if you're not thinking about that person at the time. I'm really glad you gave the example of post-it notes. Other sticky pads are available because living in a house where both of us have ADHD, our house is ridiculously messy. In fact, once when we left the back door open um, accidentally, uh, it took us about five minutes to work out if we'd been burgled or not. We had to walk around and look and, and think, well, has someone burgled us? We can't we can't tell. That's how messy our house gets. And we, uh, around a year ago, I think, decided to put up post-it notes on certain parts of the wall saying, tidy me. And they sat there for four months because they just, as you said, they literally became invisible. I could not see that post-it note in front of my face as I was looking at a wall doing something. And, it, and that's why I think it's such a fascinating concept is that it's not just as you said the thing that happens to almost anybody that you put something away in a drawer and you can forget it's there it really is that unless something is not just in your direct line of vision but is 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 part of your what you're doing that day unless something is is around you in your possession is directly involved in your activities it just disappears it, it doesn't become something that you are aware of and that can include people i have forgotten i've got a mum at times which is a ridiculous thing to say <laughs> but but it's true it, i totally it, totally get it honestly it's it's mad it, i mean it is why people report with ADHD report that we don't grieve properly i use the word properly as a joke word don't be angry with me 
we have inappropriate emotional reactions to everything, don't we? ADHD people, that's what it, it, what's what it is. And and grief is yet another one that we're inappropriate about. What does the science say about it, about ADHD and object impermanence or invisibility? Do we have it more than others? Does anybody have it? Actually, the science is really, really limited in, in people looking at this. This is very, very ripe for the study. So we've got any behavioral scientists out there who want to get in on that, we would love to hear from you. But anecdotally, it's all over the place. And it seems to split people into whether they're a hoarder or an absolute minimalist wanting to just keep things, everything clear. Kind of where I've developed my personality is towards minimalism, because I just don't bother buying stuff. I open a drawer and there's three things that that are in there that I, I just didn't know were in there. And some of them I thought I would use every day forever. And I, I just didn't. Absolute rubbish. And, and I, I totally get that. When we move on to the personal reflections, a, a lot of it will be similar similar kind of observations to that of, of purchasing multiple things, etc. So it, it would be interesting to hear from any listeners if this is something that you, you know, that's uh, part of your ADHD or something that happens to you. Are we calling then... people listeners? What, what, what I like that. Followers, listeners. I don't know. I don't. I've never really thought about the fact that anybody, you and me, pays any oh, attention. Yeah. To well, true. Well, the ten people that do listen multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, 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 uh, if if Jules, if you're listening, if you, ha- if you have an, if you have an issue with object invisibility, then get in touch with Alex, which I know is a complete bore like because he's a, such a such an annoying person to speak to. But yeah, get in touch and let us know. It's something we're really interested in, and because there's not a great wealth of scientific data out there, this is why I think it's it's interesting to me because it's it's something that anecdotally, from my point of view, is a big part of my ADHD. Um, it is mine too but also a big part of the guilt and that's the point of all of this isn't it if you're feeling in any way guilty about having something in a in a a drawer that you've then ordered on amazon anyway because you forgot you had it or you've just completely forgotten it It was a waste of money it's the adhd tax adhd team it it isn't our fault it's a part of the system probably it it is can i ask you a question alex before before we end section one and move on to personal reflections we talked about forgetting people now i know you haven't got many friends for obvious <laughs> reasons but one, one of the things that i think possibly falls into this category is again forgetting those friends exist so i i i'm a i'm a shit friend i mean i'm a really shit friend i do i don't message people very often and it's not because i don't want to or because i don't like messaging i forget they exist and it's when friends and i have got one or two message me i think oh yeah and reply and, and and obviously love talking to them but i i just forget that i forget that whole i wouldn't say swathes because that suggests i've got lots of friends but i forget that groups of people literally forget they exist and therefore it would not occur to me to ever contact them because why would you contact someone that doesn't exist and is that do you think kind of the same thing it is. And in fact, in the diagnostic criteria, one of the th- the negative or deleterious effects of ADHD is trouble maintaining relationships. And that doesn't always just mean having a, you know, a, a traditional uh, partner relationship. It means all relationships and the executive function of remembering to type the email and say, hi, how are you, is difficult because we have executive functions. Combine that with object mm. invisibility that it's just not on your radar. It's no wonder that we often lose a lot of friendship circles um, 
you, you lose them for very different reasons. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 absolutely you know, awful I, human. Mostly Sam, obviously driving people away with her behaviours. But yeah, no, I get that. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of part one. In part two, we'll give you some of our personal reflections on how object invisibility affects us. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to part two of episode nine of our ADHD Adult UK podcast. We're talking today about object invisibility, object impermanence, if you prefer. Out of sight, out of mind. We've done a little bit of psychoeducation, which is too grand a word for what we did. But now we're going to do some personal reflections of what that means for us, because we've already established it's a big part of our lives. James, tell me about your experiences of this object invisibility and, and what you call it. <clears throat> Yeah, so to me, it really is object in, in, invisibility. Things don't exist if they're not in my direct line of sight. And sometimes if they are in my direct line of sight, they don't exist. And I think this, if you marry it with the issues in working memory, it makes everyday life and maintaining you know, function at work and relationships really difficult. So an issue that I've got, and we're going to talk about this in a later episode when we talk about impulse buying, um, one of the reasons that I'm in absolutely fucking mountains of debt is because i often buy things i've already got multiple times and sometimes that's just because you oh, know yeah. out of impulse i want another guitar so i you know i bought several guitars over lockdown and replayed many of them but sometimes it's because i don't know i've got something and i think a really nice example is sam and i um managed to get away i'm oh, christ this, this has been going on the pandemic's been going on for so long at some point between one of the lockdowns we managed to get away for a short break but i realized when i looked at my passport uh, oh sorry no I, I remembered my passport had less than six months on it so i um didn't have time to order a new one so i booked one of the in-person appointments to go up to liverpool to get a new passport and paid 170 pounds um, to do that and then they got back in touch with me and said you renewed your passport last year <laughs> and um, I just I didn't know because I didn't know I didn't know my passport existed where it was all I could remember was vaguely at some point in the past it, it needed renewal but to me that was oh god yeah it's, it's got six months left the, the 170 pounds even though they weren't issuing a new passport was non-refundable because apparently that's the fee for the administration associated with this so in terms of again adhd tax that's 170 quid i lost because i didn't know i had a passport which was actually just sat in a drawer which we call the imminent drawer that has all the things in that we imminently need the imminent drawer yeah the imminent drawer and i didn't know that passport existed so i paid 170 quid to get an email back saying you've got a passport you dickhead <laughs> You don't need a new one. Fuck. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And what, what about you? Have you got any personal reflections about this? I'm guessing you've got lots knowing you. <laughs> I have. So I, I, I really like the term object impermanence, even though it's only for babies, because I I think like you, think don't think they exist. I don't, I'm not aware of them. I, it's not just, oh, where's my, you know, cheese? it's i don't it's gone it's it's gone but it's more sort of a constant source of niggly annoyance for me that i have a loft full of things that i've subsequently had to acquire again because i have no memory they exist i don't think they exist you know running gloves or sunglasses often seasonal stuff 
my children, for example, or um, a hat that I particularly like. <laughs> Sorry, can, really? I, can, I stop, can I stop you there? You seasonally replace your children. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, when you lose something, you lose it. <laughs> no, not, not children. But stuff, absolutely stuff. And that is why I think I'm a minimalist, because I did. I don't want to be. It's just so heartbreaking and embarrassing when you don't ever use anything you think you're storing up or or I'll have so many things that are off out of their sell-by date because I've bought them I've put them in a, a food cupboard they've gone if it's not the cupboard that I always look into with the salt in I mean and all that's niggly it's not that big a deal but I think that gets a bit more problematic for me is grief yeah, and I have looked into it, and, and I know that it's a thing where where a lot of adults with ADHD don't grieve properly, but I really don't, and it makes me feel like the psychopath. You you know I am the the one, but it, I do feel these things. I feel them very very differently, I think, to how how other people report grief. But but a lot of the time it isn't. I mean, it's, and it sounds good, but it's not because we don't live in a cultural environment where it's appropriate. I, I had a uh, relative, my aunt, who who died, and. I went to call about three three years later, and I, I just didn't remember. Mm. You know, this is someone quite dear to me, quite very important. It's not this not that I don't have the feelings, and I didn't have the grief feelings over again. But it was it was actually it was humiliating, and I didn't feel like yeah. a proper person, which is a common complaint for me. That's a bit serious. Mainly, it's just forgetting me glasses. I know. I um. I was desperately, desperately at every point trying to think of some kind of way to interject with an insult or some kind of put down, and I and I couldn't, and I hate you for that, to be honest. With, she had a cool with name. A... Well. Was, my, my aunt's name was Vesta, like the curry. Oh, that is Auntie Vesta, like first name, amazing. Vesta the curry. Yeah, the Vesta is a make of curries, James. Don't, I don't know why we have these conversations. No, I, I don't. I don't know why we do this podcast. To be honest, <laughs> so no. yeah, no, I, 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 I think that's a really interesting observation. That the the grieving, the forgetting that an event or a person isn't there is is equally as as impermanent or as invisible as forgetting a person is there. And I've had the same thing with a work colleague that passed away, and uh, it, it, I, I and Sam both f- would frequently suddenly remember that that had happened and then have to revisit those feelings of, Oh God, I can't believe that person's not there because we'd forgotten they weren't. And that you're right. It's associated with guilt and shame. And I forget, I forget that happened because, because that person was important, but it's, it's I'd like to know if that's ADHD or if that's everyone, because obviously we don't know. It is. And I, and I think because again, because Sam and I both have ADHD or whilst Sam is waiting for her diagnosis, both having the same experience with that person you know it, it could yeah. be either but I, I think it, it it for me it fits in neatly whether someone is with us or not with with them like you say out of sight out of mind if you're not dealing with that grief if you're not having to deal with a person who's there or not every day they they, they can literally disappear Mm, yeah not li- um, not like li- you normally pick up on that you normally say not literally and i'm amazed that you didn't and now i've pointed it out which is <laughs> which is just giving you an open goal. I love your liberal use of the word literally. I was literally yeah. hanging about the flat. Yeah. <laughs> Combat. I and I and I adore your grammar Nazism and the ability you've got to um correct me Thank at you. every term. 
Thank you. <laughs> okay, so that brings us nicely onto um, oh. the latest edition. <laughs> I love, I love, God, it sustains me to, to, to look at your annoyance with this. It brings us to the latest episode of What's James or Lost or Forgotten This Week. So my, my recollection is you've got three points now, Alex, haven't you? Three out of six, I think it is, which is it's pretty good. It's average, which describes you as a person, obviously. So as usual, there are three options of things that I've either forgotten, mislaid, or, or lost uh, this week. So your three options are that I lost my fourth scarf. So it was the fourth of a series of four scarves that I'd lost. That I lost an email I sent to myself, which was really, really important, or that I lost all my working underpants. I want to get into the grammar of or the, the syntax of working underpants. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, the ones that haven't got holes in, which are there as emergency underpants. Now you've got oh, yeah. non-working non, non underpants. I understand. Yeah. You know, you've got your working underpants and your yeah. emergency underpants. I mean, you mean dusters, don't you? They're dusters, yeah, James. Pre pre pretty much. Yes. Right. This is a good one. I think it's definitely not the scarf thing. Fat neck. Don't need a scarf. <laughs> I think uh, important email. I don't think that's exciting enough because I reckon that happens to you every day. Mm. I'm going to say the third thing that I've forgotten. What was it? The third thing was all my working pants. Working memory. Uh, I think it's working pants. Okay, and you're wrong. So you've still oh. got three points, but now at seven, it's actually my fourth scarf. So and I, I, I. I've got, I had four beautiful scarves. One was Paul Smith. One was All Saints. Expensive scarves. Don't know where they are. Literally do not know where they are. Um, they're not in the house or the car. I may have left them at someone's, I don't know, someone else's house. I don't think I did, but it's cold now. And although I've got a fat neck, thank you, <laughs> sometimes it's nice to add a scarf to that fat neck for a bit of warmth, but I currently can't because the scarf, and I only bought this about a month ago, has gone. So, well done. Well done, Alex, for not getting any points. Um, we'll now uh, pop away for a break. And when we come back, we'll give you some top tips on how to deal with object invisibility or impermanence. Welcome back to episode nine of our ADHD Adult UK podcast, part three. We're talking about object invisibility, object impermanence. I sometimes call it objective impermanence because I'm a foolish fool. Uh, out of sight, out of mind stuff. Partly executive function issues, maybe working memory problems. The reasons are nebulous and unclear, but it seems common, a very, very commonly reported thing. So we're going to talk about, do we have tips? Have we received any tips? James, what, what do you do about this, about out of sight, out of mind? I'll be honest, Al. I've not got many tips that work. Um, this is the reason that I have um, many, many different items which are identical because I do keep on buying them because I forget about them. I've tried things, so I can certainly tell you what doesn't work. And that's, oh God, I can't even admit this. Um, I even had a spreadsheet of all the things I own and where they were. <laughs> Don't well, How detailed did it go? Pencils. Well, no, well, stationary, yeah. Like collect collectively, I had a spreadsheet of everything that I owned and where it was, and I thought this is perfect because if I ever need to find anything, I just search on the spreadsheet. 
but obviously wow. I stopped. A, I didn't even finish filling it in, no. let alone continue to fill it in or amend it. And I thought this was going to solve all my problems. And clearly that was a shit coping mechanism. Yeah, terrible. So so rather than a top tip, um, all I've got is there's something that probably won't work for you. And that's a list of everything you own and an, an indication of where it is in your house. Have you got anything? And let's face it, fucking anything is. Have you got anything better than that, Alex? I don't think anybody has ever had anything worse than that as a, <laughs> as a tip. Like anything, if someone said, oh, you know, I just scrawl it on my own chest in crayon, that would be better than half arse if we do the spreadsheet you then don't look at. I doubt you even remembered the spreadsheet exists, ironically, did you? Write it on the wall in human feces is probably <laughs> yeah. a better coping mechanism. Just stationary in your own shit on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my tip's so much better than yours. Um, I've got a few. The, the first thing is is trying to get a routine going of, of, a, of a place for everything and try not to, to deviate from that place because I'm a nightmare with my staff card. I've got a place where I put it and then if suddenly it's the last, it's I, I finish work on a Thursday instead of a Friday when I'm going on holiday, I go, oh, I'll, I'll put this somewhere even safer in a shoe or something because that's much safer than my normal place. And then two weeks later, obviously, or even two minutes later, no memory and I'm running around, I'm screaming red face, why, why am I like this? I hate myself, like slamming into things, no one looking at me. So I try and stick to a place for everything. But a really good way because of, of the problem of drawers being closed is an open box just for me. Don't share that box. Next to the front door of my house, and I know James, you have this too, is an open box that's just for me, the stuff I use every day, the gloves I'm currently wearing, the glasses I currently have to wear for the car, the my staff card, anything that I'm using at the moment every, pretty much every day goes in there. Other stuff goes in different specific boxes and there is no room for ambiguity in this or it's all mm -hmm. gone. Don't share. If I don't know exactly where I'm going to put something away, I will put it somewhere bafflingly cryptic. Um, if you heard our time blindness podcast, this is a bit like James's trousers. So <laughs> do you remember that story? I'm leaving that for anybody who hasn't listened because it's the weird thing. Were to you say. saying do what sorry, were you saying do I remember the story where I lost my trousers? Yes, you lost Yeah, yeah. I am I am yes, I am aware of that story, Alex, of when I lost and still haven't found my suit trousers. Thank you for reminding me. Oh well, very easily if it's me. Very easily. Does, do, do your bo do your boxes work? I mean, it's a top tier. They work. They work really well as long as it's not too convoluted. It's just an open box before the front door, and yeah. then the other thing I have for seasonal stuff now is see-through box. If you've got a garage or a loft, if you're lucky enough to have that, a see-through box with a lid that is only for you know beach stuff. Only mm. for, I mean. I have so many hobbies that I don't do anymore. <laughs> but, you know, my surfing things, my rock climbing things, I haven't done rock climbing in 20 years. You never know. I might start again. Losing okay. faith in these tips. Yeah, I, I pretend I'm an yeah. eco warrior by embracing minimalism. Um, I also write a list of things I impulsively want. And if if <laughs> if any of those lists, if, if anything's repeated on that, I then ask my family if I already own them. Yes, that's another thing I do. That, I mean, that's that's that, that I imagine that would be useful again. Living with somebody that's got ADHD, if I was to ask Mrs. ADHD, do you know if I actually she's better than she's better than me? Yeah, we remember different items. things, that's the issue, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. She is better at remembering items, mm. um, but she is also a massive impulse spender, so I'm not sure she'd stop me from buying a, another version. 
what I have noticed is that when I buy, I don't buy something and then I find it again. I feel like I'm winning at jobs and winning at life. So it gives me that emotional reward. No, no, that, all... no, that, that, is, no that is true. It, unless, of course, you have bought something else to replace it and then you feel like a massive loser. Oh, no, I don't do. like that. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's like an amplified version of the finding a fiver in your wallet, which is always more valuable than a fiver you know you've got because all of a sudden it's, oh, my God, I've got extra money. And you're right. If you do find something that you completely forgot existed, it can be um a great feeling but equally um that's kind of counterbalanced by the amount the number of times that i've already replaced that thing that i've already got and spent a shitload of money on it um okay before we wrap up alex do you have a product product recommendation of the week I do, and I was going to do a different one, but what I'm going to say is get yourself an open box. You can either just get a free open box, you know, that looks nice enough for you to have in your front room, but you can also buy really, really nice faux leather ones or anything like that from, you know, Swedish self-pack big chain shops from rainforest names, tax-avoiding scumbag companies, or from your independent supplier. But, get, you know, get, get yourself a box. That is my product tip of the week, James. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Well, that was episode nine of the ADHD. Blah, 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 blah. I'll say that again. Well, <laughs> fucking, I knew it's normally you. Can we leave this bit in? We can do if you want, yeah. Thank you. Right. Well, that was episode nine of the ADHD. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm loving this. I bet you are. Oh, man. Your only yeah. job is to talk. I know. I know. And What I was that? What it. was that, James? That was what? Shut, shut up just for a second. Right. That was episode nine of the ADHD Adult UK podcast in which we spoke about object invisibility and I lost the ability to talk. Obviously, if you'd like to get in touch with us about this or any other matters, contact us on the socials at ADHD Adult UK on Instagram or Twitter or visit our website. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. That was easy for you to say. <laughs> Bye all. <laughs>